Well, good morning. When I was back in my, I believe it was junior year of uh, seminary, I got to spend a whole semester there in Rome. And what was awesome about that experience is that I went, we went to various places throughout Italy. And one place we went to was Siena, Italy. And it was wonderful, my experience there. We went to this church called St. Francis there. And in that church, there was a relic of St. Catherine of Siena, her finger, <laughs> and also her, her head there, her skull. Her finger, by the way, was the one that pointed the, the Pope back to Rome because the Rome, the church, had, the Pope had gone off to France at that time. And she pointed him back to Rome, saying, You better get back to Rome where your seat is at. So you, she was, her finger was right there. But what was beautiful is that we went, we kept going through the church. We went past the main tabernacle. And then we went to the side chapel there. And it was. Well, so we went there, and the priest who was leading us around had told us that there's a Eucharistic miracle right here in this church. I was like, wow, okay, let's go see it. And so the priest opened up the tabernacle for us, and inside were these hosts there, the consecrated hosts there. And he, he went on to explain that back over 200 years ago, 200, well, almost 300 years ago now, that these thieves had come into that church and stole the staborium that held the consecrated hosts in it, that held the Eucharist in it. And that these hosts had um, been stolen and that they, were, they prayed that these hosts would be found again. And praise God, they were. And they hadn't been consumed, they hadn't been uh, dissolved, but yet they're still there present in that staborium fresh, as if they're just consecrated that morning. I was blown away. I was blown away by, that, by hearing of that fact. And what was pretty awesome is that the priest then, we had us kneel down right there. We said some prayers. But then he took out the, ho- the ciborium in which his hosts were held, the consecrated hosts, and he blessed us. Oops. <laughs> he blessed us with these ho- these this Eucharist, this consecrated hosts that were there. They were over almost 300 years prior, past. And they're very fresh there. As if I say, like I say, as if they're just baked. They're just consecrated that morning. So that was my experience of a Eucharistic miracle. There's, there are other, many other miracles in the world of the Eucharist. One uh, which we have prayer cards of in the back of the church is the miracle of Lanciano, Italy. Back in 750, a priest was doubting of the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. And what was fascinating is that as he was holding up the host at consecration and the chalice at consecration, these two things became flesh, real flesh, and real blood. In fact, the blood had become five goblets goblets of blood. And these these things were analyzed by a scientist back in 1970, and they found that the flesh was actually a 
a part of the heart wall. It's a striatic muscular tissue of the myocardium, the heart wall. Having no trace of agents or uh, anything materials used to preserve the flesh from decay. And these fleshes were, they found was of human origin with the blood type AB, AB. And so then these five uh, globules of blood were uh, weighed together and weighed separately. And these things were the same weight for the, the singular global as well as the, all five of them together, the same weight. And if you go to Lanciano today, these miracles, this miracle is still there, present in, in a uh, tabernacle, in a reliquary, and a reliquary by monstrance, I should say. The Jesus is really, truly present in the Eucharist. Every time we come to Mass, we get to experience that, that miracle of the Eucharist. You may wonder, why did the Lord allow us for these miracles like this? even with the miracle of the Blessed Sacrament taking place right there at every single Mass. Well, I think it's for our... There's many reasons one can say, but I think it's for our own faith. It's for our own faith in the Eucharist that it may grow. And we may not... may, may ex- see something, experience something outside of that that may help our faith to experience more of what that truly is. That it really, truly is the Jesus in the Eucharist. In the beginning of this Advent season, I talked about my first Sunday of Advent homily, talking about the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist, how we believe as Catholics in the real presence, that Jesus is truly, substantially present, really present there in the Eucharist, and how 69% of Catholics don't believe in that. If he, I believe that people come to, to know these miracles, and really the miracle of the Eucharist in, in themselves, in itself, coming to Mass, their faith in the Eucharist would blossom. They would grow. And in fact, there are, many, there are ways that we can help to make, it, make our faith in Him grow in the Eucharist. One of which is to come to Mass early. Come to Mass a few minutes earlier than you normally would to put, yourself, put ourselves in the presence of, this, of, the, our, of God and to, to think about what we're about to experience at the Mass. Think about the reality of these bo- this so- bread and wine becoming the body and blood and soul and divinity of Christ. And to ponder in our hearts what kind of miracle that is that we're about to partake in. And then, of course, after Mass, to even stay around a little bit after Mass, to, to thank God for that gift of the Eucharist, the gift of the miracle that we have just experienced and to thank God and to help say, Lord, help me thank you for this gift of the Eucharist. I believe. Help my unbelief. I believe you're present there. Help my unbelief. Because all of us have darkness in our hearts. All of us can have a, doubt, a shadow of doubt in the Eucharist because it's a gift of faith. It's a thing of faith that we believe that it's really present, that Jesus is really present there in the Eucharist. Let us come, when we come to the altar, let us remember that this is not just bread and wine we're receiving, but it's truly the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. And that we are partaking in the greatest miracle that anyone has ever seen, 
bread and wine, turning into the body, blood, soul, divinity of Jesus. And also to ask our Lord for a greater appreciation of this gift, a greater gratitude in our hearts for the wonder of this mystery, and even in our hearts a greater awe and reverence of this wonderful gift as well. And may we experience the gift of the Eucharist as it is, the body, blood, soul, and divinity, and may allow others to experience the same gift through us.